Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Welcome back to another episode of Active Quest, formerly known as Games List. Everyone, <laughs> uh, welcome. Uh, my name is Chris Penwell, and with me today is Josh Nichols. Hey. Unfortunately, Joseph Yaden's uh, not here today. He's recovering. Uh, something happened, um, so he will not be with us today for this episode. But it'll be on uh, next week's episode where we discuss PlayStation 2019. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, so, we both enjoy completing as many games as possible each and every year. This is not only a fun little competition between us and others, but it's also a way for us to push ourselves to enjoy as many games as possible each and every year with all sorts of different varieties. Um, so, first, let's actually discuss our lists. So, I'm going... I completed how many? 41 games. Yeah, you beat me by quite a bit, I think. Yeah, I was at 34. Yeah, I cheated a little bit. I played a few short games here and there. Mm. <laughs> but um, I'm glad I played a few of these short games because um, they're some of my favorite moments in games. Well, and last year, those so. are important, too. You and I have talked about how, like, having... Like, pacing, pacing yourself the right way makes it so other things are more enjoyable than they would be. You know, you don't want it to play two back-to-back big RPGs, you know? That's just... Yeah. Because it's and not fair to the game, this... right? You'll start to be like, oh, I'm, I hate this mechanic. When really, it's it's fine. You just have already done it for two weeks or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, these huge open-world games are such a time sink. Like, it's just nice just to chill out and play a linear game of five or six hours long and really enjoy that experience. Um... So, yeah, I'll just go over my list first. So, Beyond Good and Evil, Firewatch, Life is Strange Before the Storm, Assassin's Creed Origins, Kingdom Hearts Birth of Sleep 0.2, twice, um, Resident Evil 7, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, Counter Spy, Bound, Little Nightmares, The Adventure Pals, Persona 5, The Order 1886, God of War, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, Detroit Become Human, Raymond Legends, Late Shift, The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, The Sonic CD, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, The Telltale Series, Ape Escape 2, Ice Cream Server, uh, Runbo, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, 
Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom. Here they lie, Spider-Man with the Platinum. Hey, uh, Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> Assassin's Creed, Freedom Cry, The Park, Skylar and Plucks, Adventure on Clover Island, Journey, The Walking Dead Season 2, Persona 3, Dancing in Moonlight, Bullet Storm, The Shapeshifting Detective, Florence, Storm Boy the Game, The Legend of Korra, and Persona 5, Dancing in Starlight. Man. <sighs> and there was a Jeez. lot on there where it's like, oh, I really wanted to play that, but I didn't, you know, I didn't get a chance to or whatever. There's, there's yeah, lots yeah. of good stuff. Cool. Uh, what was your list? Um, I was actually off my number two. It was 35. I was trying to figure out what happened. When I was typing into our doc, I forgot um, I forgot a game. But okay. So uh, my list, uh, Kona, uh, The Wolf Among Us, The Walking Dead Season 1, uh, The Walking Dead 400 Days, uh, Tacoma, uh, Dear Esther Landmark Edition, which is just the console version, SteamWorld Dig, Gears of War Ultimate Edition, Gears of War Judgment, Spec Ops The Line, uh, Bioshock, uh, Batman Arkham VR, Crash Bandicoot 2 on the PS4. Uh, it's my favorite, so I started with that one. Destiny 2 Curse of Osiris, Destiny 2, Destiny 2 Warmind, uh, Crash Bandicoot 3 in the PS4, Detroit Become Human, Crash Bandicoot 1 on the PS4, uh, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, uh, Parappa the Rapper on the PS4, uh, Inside, uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, uh, Plants vs. Zombies, Super Mario Run on iOS, Castle of Illusion um, on th- the 360, the, the, not the Genesis version, the remake. DuckTales Remastered, uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, Halo 2 Anniversary Edition, Halo 3, Halo 3 ODST, Halo 4, Halo 5 Guardians. Damn! <laughs> yeah, I went through, I just went through so all of the Halos. Yeah, I almost replayed the first one too, but I just replayed it last year, so that's why I skipped it. But uh, Walking Dead Season 2, Florence, and then Spire the Dragon 1 on PS4. I intended to uh, play through um, more of The Walking Dead because I only played the first one up to this point. Um, but I, um, oh wow! If you look towards yeah. the beginning of my list, uh, games one through six, right off the bat, were all kind of narrative games. Yeah. And yeah. so I just like uh, by the time I got down to uh, you know jumping back, and I just wasn't quite ready to kind of do. I, I love those games, but you know that's just not what I was craving at the time, which. You and I have discussed like one of the ways we get through games and get the maximum enjoyment out of them too is like if you're not really feeling a game right now, it's okay to put it down and you know play something put else. So yeah, exactly. And I just didn't get yeah. get it get to finish uh, the Spyros before the end of the year, so I was like, uh, I'll finish them, you know, 2019. Yeah, I'm yeah, like I'm halfway through Spyro two, I'm like halfway through Pokemon. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Are you still at Self Company? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, um, I had a bunch of games I played for the first time. Uh, only a couple of those games were like replays. So it was really fun. Like I'd never played, uh, Halo four. I never finished back in the day. I just played the multiplayer cause it was just oh. really addicting. Same with Halo five. I never played that at all. So, you know, it was fun kind of playing a lot of stuff for the first time, but it was also fun getting to kind of revisit some favorites too. So, so what got you into Halo? Like what, what spurred that interest to play these games again? Um, Oh, that's right. Um, I I think it was, yeah, it was the trailer for Halo Infinite. I was like, oh, man, it looks really, I mean, we didn't really see anything. But just the idea of a new Halo and Microsoft being, like, all in on it. Because um, Halo 5 had kind of a rocky uh, reception. It, if, if, you know, I think it's got one of the lower scores of Metacritic. I could check later. But it's it definitely wasn't as well received. 
And uh, right. with the care that Microsoft's had with the Master Chief Collection and kind of fixing all the issues with it. Um, They're still doing updates for that game. Yeah, it's so much better. Now, now the updates are more like, um, I, I mean, they're all positive, but I guess what I'm trying to say is before it was more like fixing and now it's more like improving, you know? Um, yeah. Because when it first came out, there'd be like 10, 15 minute long waits in matchmaking. <laughs> just typing it up <laughs> yeah so it's like now they're it's just kind of like issues. adding stuff and making it better like um which is cool but um yeah so kind of that care combined with like halo infinite looking like i mean i know we've barely seen anything but it just i got the vibe like okay it looks like we're going back to a lot of things we really want from halo which is um i know for me it's always been about master chief and just this big, big, vast sci-fi, um, you know, feel. And, like, 4 just didn't... I don't know how to... Like, I really liked 4, but it just didn't feel as Halo-y to me. Still really good. And then 5 was even more of a departure, kind of. But anyway, so Is Infinite it being... Is because 343 took over? Is that the reason why? Like, it, it felt like there was a change in hands and the game design philosophy kind of felt different. Yeah, which is strange, because, like... I didn't get that vibe from Gears of War 4. Like, Gears of War 4 still feels very much like this is what I want from Gears of War, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 forgivable to kind of slip a little bit, you know? I mean, it's your first time kind of um, jumping back in, you know? Like, because 343, it, it was like people that had been with Bungie that wanted to stay behind. And then also, you know, basically people that grew up playing Halo. But, um that wanted to, you know, make Halo. So I, I think they kind of slipped a little bit more so with five than four. Um, and in, in my opinion, I enjoyed four a lot more than five, five was still decent, but it, 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 it didn't feel as Halo-y as like other Halo entries. It felt more like other shooters. It felt like it was trying mm-hmm. to kind of straddle, you know, what makes Halo great. And then also other stuff. Uh, for one thing, you're in a fire team the whole time, which was really weird with other Spartans. Right. And that's fine, but like I, it just felt really Gears of Warsy to I don't know. So it was still fun, but yeah, basically once Halo Infinite got announced and basically how much care they were putting into the Master Chief Collection, that made me go, you know, I'm really gonna want to play Halo Infinite Day One. I should probably go back and finish these other ones. And um, I hadn't played the remake of Halo Two, which was like from the ground up for the uh, Xbox One. It's beautiful. They even re-recorded all the audio, like, with new guns. Like, it, it sounds... The cutscenes look stunning, too. Oh, right? my gosh. Yeah, it's beautiful. And then I was already gonna... So, I was definitely gonna play 4 and finish 4, because I never finished it. I wanted to play 5, but I also really wanted to play Halo 2's remake. So, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna play 3 and ODST on the Master Chief Collection as well. So, yeah, I didn't really intend to play them all, but that just kind of happened. It was really fun to get to kind of go through them all. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it that was pretty much the all of September for me was was halo it was pretty pretty fun yeah merry christmas <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah the first game i played uh in 2018 was beyond good and evil it's a very special game to me i i think the personality of the world is unmatched like i just think it's it's, it's amazing just to explore as well even though it's so old it still looks good too. Like it kind of reminds me of GameCube games, you know, where it it's aged well. It it just shows that good video game art um, allows games to age gracefully, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike any other PS2 games that kind of look, you know, don't look of that generation, right? 
Yeah, I think, like, um, I remember GTA 3 when it was, you know, showed off. People were like, oh my gosh, this looks so crazy. And, like, now, it, you know, it doesn't look bad, but it definitely doesn't look cutting edge. Whereas oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of games that were stylized still look, you know, they still look really good. And it, it was so unique, you know? It, it, it was like a Zelda, but within uh, a kind of like a modern kind of setting, like an mm-hmm. alien world. It was interesting just to get that take. And the focus on photography on different um, animals to you know uh, to collect information and get get the money from giving that information to an agency you work with, and taking pictures to um, unveil uh, conspiracies within the world was just it's it's, it's such a classic. <laughs> you know, I've so I've never played it myself, but I've I want to and I intend to. Like it looks mm-hmm. it looks really it like you said unique. It looks like it it's very aware of what it is and what it wants to be, and it does it really oh, well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you um, looking forward to the new one, or how's that? Um, I I want to see more of Beyond Good and Evil too. Like I've seen more combats and puzzles that right. You know, Beyond Good and Evil was really good for you know, like you really had to think about the puzzles and. Um, they they were interesting to figure out, and once you figured it out, I was like, "Oh, that's amazing! That's awesome!" Just like Zelda, in a way, I guess. Um, right. But Beyond Good and Evil Two, I I don't know. I'm not sure about the co-op stuff. I'm not sure about the online stuff. Um, I, I don't remember good. much it's about it, but when they were for, announcing yeah. how they were making it, they mentioned like the record. I forgot what it was called, but something where like users would be able to almost create content for. I don't, I couldn't really. Wrap my head around. Yeah, when they, they it. did. Um, oh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. So he has his um, organization called Hit Record. I think it's called. Yeah. And basically, the uh, they these people um, are contributing assets to Beyond Good and Evil Two, but they're getting paid for it, hmm. um, which is interesting. Uh, yeah. I think it's a good way to go. But the 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 game is so big that I think they had to go towards these kind of people to. You know, give our assets to put on walls as propaganda and stuff like that. Um, interesting. Which is interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing more of that game. I, re- I really am. But it almost seems like they announced uh, it skeptical. too early. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but... Kind of like Elder Scrolls people, 6. Uh, p- p- yeah, but just like Elder Scrolls, uh, people were badgering uh, Ubisoft oh, yeah, about yeah. that game for a people very People have been asking time. for... A- for a new Beyond Good and Evil for years, a very vocal community, yeah. and I'm sure for good reason. The game looks really good. I need to. I, I think I'm going to try to play that this year. Please do, please do. It's a, it's a, it's a quick game as well. It's about eight to ten hours. Oh, nice. Um, That's a good length. So I, yeah. I definitely recommend it. Um, so what, what's your, what's the next game you want to talk about, Josh? Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to talk about Halo as long as I did. I think it just, <laughs> uh, I didn't, ex- I didn't expect to play through all those. You know, this year it was more like I'm going to replay yeah. these two. Oh, you know, I'll replay them all kind of thing but um so one of the games that was a huge uh kind of surprise for me like i thought i would enjoy it but i didn't know i was gonna like it as much as i did was uh tacoma and it's from fulbright yeah. who developed gone home and I, I love gone home so i was already like on board before knowing anything um all i knew at first was this is like the same kind of genre of a narrative experience but uh in space is all i really knew um and it's it's tricky because i can't really discuss what makes it so special without ruining that for others. So, you know, I can't go into too much detail, but it's, it's characters are, are just so, so well-rounded. Like, man, they, 
they can create characters. Like I feel like I know I feel like I knew the characters by the end of the game, like almost like I've met them before. Um wow. and they just have like really fun details. Um without boring everybody cuz this is kind of more like technical. I just thought it was really funny. Um one of the uh, sh- uh people on the ship. I forgot her name. I think it's Natalie, but I might be wrong. But her nickname is Nat and she's like the engineer for the ship that is in charge of their network. And I end up tweeting out at Steve Gaynor, uh, who is one of the you know top guys at uh, uh, Fulbright. I end up tweeting out like, was this a coincidence? Because uh, Nat is a network address um, translation, which is a, a, a thing in networking. And I was like, was this a, was this a coincidence for this to be your nickname, or did you guys plan? And he was like, no, absolutely. We we thought of that. We thought it'd be funny. You just, just <laughs> you know, little things like that. You know, it's just yeah. they they get the details right. But yeah, the the characters are what make the experience so great. Um, they're just they feel like actual real people, you know, their fears or desires and, and what got them uh, from, from like the beginning of their life to now, like you just, their backstory and it kind of happens organically. So the, the way that the game works is you are sent to the ship um, to investigate something that happened there. The fate of the crew is not known when you get there. Um, you're kind of just thrown in. I forgot the name for what you do, but you're essentially somebody who goes to a place after a disaster, almost like an insurance person. But what you're there to do uh, is kind of piece together what happened. Okay. Um, and the ship's recording system is very advanced where you can see, um, like, here's where situations happened. And they're like, there'll be silhouettes. And you can see what happened, like, from a certain point to that point. And you can you basically play the events. And you can is it like uh, Batman or the Batman games? Where you have to reconstruct the scene. Uh, kind of, but there's not as much. Um, I would say there's there's not as much interaction with the environment. But there is still some stuff where you'll have to decipher or figure something out. Just not as much so. Um, right. But what's interesting is like you know two characters might be and they all might be in that room or wherever they are. But you'll see like as you play like oh these two characters are walking this way and you can follow them as the clip quote-unquote kind of plays out and so it's so it's it's like it's like a a cut scene almost but like you can interact with it you can rewind pause fast forward yeah it's it's really interesting um and the story was just incredible like there was so many things that happened in that story that just like stuck with me for a long time i definitely thought about replaying it later in the year and i was like well i'll replay it you know maybe next year a different year i don't want to re- like, replay it so play soon it in my list. yeah but it was just <laughs> but you it was just get, keep that competitive edge <laughs> yeah just pad it out yeah no but it was just such a fun game um i'd recommend it to everybody i believe it's on ps4 now as well i it, i originally launched on like pc and xbox but i'm pretty sure it's on ps4 as well and the price is pretty good it's like 20 dollars full price okay yeah it is on ps4 yeah. now i just checked but um, definitely worth playing. Um, I I can't really compare it to Gone Home because they feel so different. But I would say it's yeah. definitely up there in quality. I think is it like one of those walking walking games, walking experiences? Yeah, yeah. Because I I think these games get a bad rap, you know. I can't, yeah, I've... and I, I I really hate it because I I really it, it's I think they're like platformers where like they're easy to do but hard to do well, you know. Yeah. Because you, you can yeah. make a platformer rather easily compared to, like, you know, an RPG or whatever. But making a good platformer, I think it's the point where we take it for granted because Nintendo's so well at making them and other companies like Ubisoft. But, like, man, I can get you some bad platformers and you can play them. And then all of a sudden all these things you took for granted 
are like, oh, wow, this isn't just how they all are. And I think it's like that for these games, too, you know? And it's, uh, gaming is a new medium uh, for storytelling, and I, mm-hmm. I love how um, they experiment with this form um, or, you know, just to tell a great story. Like, I played Firewatch, and it's the same. I oh, it's game. so good. Yeah. I love that yeah. game. Yeah, and just the character interactions between the guy and the person on the radio is amazing. It's, it's probably the same in Tacoma, right? Like, all these character interactions. Um... And I, I don't want to, like, just bash a game, you know? But, like, mm. Dear Esther is an example of, of, of one of those games where it's not done well, in my opinion, you know? Yeah. I, I wanted to like that because of the the, the, the graphics are really, like, the, it, it feels so mysterious, you know? Like, I love the way it looks and sounds, but, like, I was bored and, like, nothing really happened. I mean, I'm sure... I'm, I couldn't tell you what happened because I lost interest so frequently. And in the end, it didn't really feel like much happened. And it was just not... Do you not... think there needs to be some sort of interaction with these games? Like, you have to, you know, like in Gone Home, you move around, you find these items uh, telling these, this person's past. Or in Firewatch, you talk to a person over the radio and you choose the dialogue options. Or in Tacoma, you look at these simulations. Like, do you think that's... Yeah. Um, that's how you make a good walk. I haven't seen a a, a narrative game like these that doesn't have some sort of you, you being able to inject yourself and who you want the character to be into the game done. Well, I've only seen, I've only seen them done well where they let you do that, where they allow you to insert yourself into the experience. I'm I'm sure it can be done, um, where that's not the, you know, where you're, where it's, it's, it's essentially more. Well, okay, actually, I, I have... Pl- okay, I, I played a game last... Or two years ago now that um, I really liked that you have no say over what happens. And it... it, it okay, so I, I can think of one example. It was called Blackwood Crossing. Um, oh, I've yeah, wanted to play that game for Yeah, a while. that game, it's it's not like, um, you know, Oxenfree or um, or Firewatch where you, you don't pick any dialogue. You don't really influence anything that happens. It's essentially like a, a, a an interactive cutscene almost, but it's it's huh. a couple hours long. But I, I still really enjoyed it, so I guess it is possible to do. But um, I mean, there was some dialogue choices, but I'm just saying what's going to happen happens regardless. You know what I mean? Like it's it's you're not influencing an outcome. No, nah, no. Nah. And your character is not really different based on some responses in fact I, i'm hard pressed to think of too many um I, I think i remember one situation at least where you were picking something that was said but it was more like a puzzle but yeah anyway there's there's not there's not that much interaction in that game there's a couple there's things you have to do but i'm saying nothing is influenced or different because of your your actions and i still enjoy that so i guess it, it probably could be done but yeah i think more often than not if there isn't a way to insert yourself and uh, your identity almost into these games, I think it's probably harder to make it as as good. Because yeah, man, Dear Esther is only a couple hours, two hours long maybe, and I got it, I got it for free because it was like a couple of dollars. It was on sale, and I had like a whole bunch of GameStop rewards points. And usually, what I use those for is gift cards or um, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, or um, Xbox. You know, just store credit. 
and um, I had enough. I had a bunch of you know store uh, uh, points, and I, I basically just got a big Xbox gift card. And so I didn't pay anything for the game, and I was still like, oh my gosh, like, and it was it was a letdown because like the the gra- Have you played Deer Esker at all? I haven't. No. Okay. So have you, you've seen Have you seen pictures on it at all? Like the the gra- It looks. It's cool. like an island, right? Like it's, yeah, like, it's very yeah. mysterious. Like there's this house that you walk to the beginning, and it looks like dilapidated and and just you know it's like oh my gosh something crazy i i hate using this description word because i think it gets really really overused but it almost felt kind of lovecraftian at first like oh man like what's going on here this feels so mysterious but like it just didn't really amount to anything or at least for me mm. and most people so it was it was a bummer but um i guess it's good to kind of have a reminder um like hey these games aren't just like oh this is good you know yeah just like with platformers because i've played some bad platformers and it makes those good ones way more like oh wow this is this is good they're very different to each other as well i think this form of storytelling can be captivating like um i think this game was really underrated um and it was free on playstation plus uh and it's like a playstation vr game it's called here they here they lie and I didn't play oh, this in okay. VR. I actually played this in 2D, and it was I, I found it fascinating. Um, it's like a kind of like a horror experience game, and I, I don't want to mention too much about it, but it's very trippy. Um, there's it's 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 kind of like you're going through like an Alice in Wonderland kind of thing where um, you're meeting all these characters. Oh, okay. It's just a psychological horror. I looked it up in Metacritic. It's a this... psychological horror. Yeah, yeah, and it got. That, that sounds I, great. I think it got bad ratings. Like. 62. Yeah, it got bad ratings. 62, yeah. But um, I, I definitely recommend trying if you want something. Different. Yeah, I will, because <laughs> I, I, really like, I really like games, you know, like that. And yeah. I think they're they're promising. One thing that's always bothered me that these narrative games, I, I think, unfairly uh, get is people act like, oh, those aren't really games. Those aren't real. Those are fake. You know, one of the that's things bullshit. that bothers me so much with it is, yeah, first of all, it's bullshit. And second of all... um. When I th- when you when you think of like some of the most original games like oh like when games were newer and kind of more in their infancy, there's like three yeah. ga- genres that come to mind immediately for me, and they're platformers like arcade style games like Galaga and Asteroids, and then uh, adventure games like uh, Secret of Monkey Island. And for me, yeah. and uh, Maniac Mansion and Day of the Tentacle, you know, uh, Grim Fandango. For me, these narrative games feel like three D like extensions and 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 uh, um, evolu- like an evolution, a three D evolution um, of those games. So I hate how like you don't see people crap on all over Secret of Monkey Island or Day of the Tentacle, and it's like, well, why are we doing that to Firewatch? Where I mean, the the objective is still the same. It's interacting with an environment that's you know somewhat on rails, but the rails are a story. You know, so it's like I'm I'm yeah. fine with that. So yeah, I hate all the the unfair um, criticism. I think a lot of the, a lot of them get. Um, I think they should try it. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> I, and I think they should try I think these games. part of the problem is I think some of these people may have played one that wasn't very good. And <laughs> from what I've Dear read, Esther? a lot of those people is Dear Esther. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, but I think I, I think um, another thing I usually see is I think some people uh, went into Gone Home thinking it was a horror game because. I've, I've, I never got that vibe, but I've seen people that say, like, when they saw the trailer, when it was first revealed, it looked like it was I thought scary. it was a horror game when I was first playing it, and then it, you had that wonderful Yeah, so I wonder if maybe that had I'm something to do with it. it. You know, maybe that game unintentionally burned people, 
And I don't yeah. think it's the game's fault necessarily. I'm just saying, like, I think... I think that's a big positive. That yeah, because, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was it was very disarming. Yeah, I, I, I loved Gone Home. Like, I almost uh, replayed it this year because I haven't played it since uh, 2017. But there were just so many other things I wanted to, to play. But, yeah, Gone Home is fantastic. Um, I think I'm going to buy it sometime in the Switch this year and, and replay it just because I own an Xbox, but... Um, I'm I'm happy to give full right more money, especially if they keep making stuff like Gone Home and Tacoma. Um, yeah, I mean Tacoma was 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 really really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was definitely it was one of the highlights of of, this, of last year for me for sure. Um, Tacoma, I definitely recommend playing it. Um, something I uh, would definitely recommend to play is uh, Persona Five. Um, oh, I want to. <laughs> this has so taken fun. me. This has taken me a long time to play. It's taken me a spell of two years, um, but I finally finished it um, last summer. And uh, you, you get so attached to these characters, and you know you you um, you talking to them um, on in the game all the time. Mm-hmm. And like when you finally finish the game, you're like, "Damn, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to talk to these characters again." You know? Yeah, Before like I don't get goodbye. to see them anymore. Um, and that, that, yeah, it affects you every time you play a Persona game. <laughs> um, but it's not just the, it's not just the story or the characters; it's um, the design of the UI, the style of the game, the music, the really fun gameplay where you gotta figure out the weaknesses of all the different um, shadows. Um, I might be using the wrong term now. I think they're shadows, <laughs> and then. Uh, capturing them like in pokemon right but in a very um interesting way right uh, so so yeah what, what's um what stopped you from playing persona 5 i've almost played it a couple of times but then honestly this is all that stopped me um i was about to i actually had it in my hand before at my local game shop before and was like oh i'm gonna <laughs> buy it but then i was like oh you know what i already have a whole bunch of other rpgs i already own that i haven't played yet so right so I intend to, especially um, after I played through Catherine uh, uh, earlier this month. Yes. Because the structure of that was really great. And I'm told that's, you know, the, 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 the two different cycles. And of course, Persona kind of does that too. I never played a Persona game, but I've, you know, seen stuff and oh, read stuff. Oh, you're in for a treat. The, yeah. So I liked, I liked the, have you played Catherine? Yes, I have. Okay. So there's like, the, you know, the bar stuff where you're at the bar talking with your friends and, and. And progress in the story, and you can kind of help other people if you want, and yep. uh, whatnot. And then there's also the uh, you know the the night sequence, and like I liked that a lot. It was really it was really fun. Um, I liked like I looked forward to both aspects when I was doing the other aspect. I was like, oh, I can't wait until. So that was that was that was fun. So I already really wanted to play Persona Five, but that definitely made me want to play it um, sooner. I think um, rather than like oh I'll play it at some point, I've got too many games to play and then screaming into a void. I think what I'm going to do is definitely, you know, put that on my like priority list for like, I'm definitely going to play it this year, you know? Oh yeah. I honestly, I I have a feeling it might come to switch and that'd be the perfect switch game. Yeah. I, I hope it with you. does. And, like I love the persona for golden on, on the Vita. Um, I, I would love it if they put that in the switch. Cause I know yeah, you and Joseph keep telling so me to get sense. a Vita. I will, yeah. but like, it's not fair for, and I'll say something nice. I'll say something nice about the Vita at the end of this. I promise. It's not fair <laughs> for the one of the, like the like. Oh my god, I love that game. It's not fair for that game to live on a system that's essentially dead. J- just just yeah, like uh, I hope Wii it U. Gets ported. 
Yeah. You know, the Wii U yeah. has so many great games, but it it does it's not fair for like these great great games, which the Vita has too. It's not fair for those great games to be contained in a system that just didn't do well, unfortunately. You know, um, and the Wii U had that too, um, and that was kind of the thing I was trying to say nice about the Vita. It's not the Vita's fault. It's mm. just that happens where you've got a system that's got great games, but it, the system doesn't do well. You know, um, so I, the... I would like that to be on the Switch because you know more people should get to play this game that I've heard so many good things about. And the uh, the storyline is so thought provoking in these games. You really think about society and the issues that um, arise um, that causes like a lot of trouble within within our society. So I, it's it's more uh, in depth than other JRPGs of its kind, okay. I guess. So yeah, I see what you're saying because it seems really like Atlas is yeah. more like let's let's uh let's delve into and um let's um let's analyze and provide commentary on on, like issues and things humans do whereas other jrpgs like are like hey let's let's go hit stuff with swords and let's go on an adventure but maybe they rely more on tropes instead of like being more introspective without spoiling too much it's very relevant to what's going on in america today oh that makes you in today's uh, in the world in general want to play it more Um, not because i'm thrilled about what's going on in america but because yeah. a commentary on that sounds interesting you know yeah i'm, I'm trying not to spoil it oh, really? <laughs> yeah so, i'll definitely uh, have to move on. have to play it um <laughs> and then uh the the ui on that looks really great like oh, i'm a sucker amazing. for a good ui like i think my favorite ui um, ever is the last of us because it's just so minimal but like this is like the other end of the spectrum where it's like bam and it just looks so cool and to get ready to jam to those 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 songs, man. Oh, I've already like... listened to the soundtrack a bunch on YouTube. <laughs> it's just so good. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it was it was Donkey or some video game Donkey or some Call Me Johnny. One of the might have been both of them. Um, where when they were talking about the game, I was like, "Holy shit, this music is so good." It's like... really good. Um, I I could, I've played it for like a hundred and three hours or something, and last surprise, the main battle theme of the of the game is still. No, I'm, not, I'm still not sick of it. Yeah, I'm still which not is sick of it. I love it. Really good because you're gonna be hearing that nonstop. I'm a sucker yeah. for the Pokemon games, but man, after a while on some of them, you're like, okay, I get it. I'm in a battle. Please stop. And it's Joker nice that you know, <laughs> Joker and Super Smash Brothers is just so exciting to me because yeah, I know a lot of people really play. We'll be able to play these songs as we uh, as we smash. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some good Smash music. So what's the, what's the next game you want to talk about? Uh, Spec Ops The Line. I'd never Ooh. played it until now, and then like or until this past year. Um, I wanted to play it before because I heard a lot of good things about it. I remember hearing good things about it at uh, launch, too, like when it first released on 360 and PS3. But I just never got around to it. Um, I'm going to blame the marketing, um, at least partially, because yeah. it doesn't look like it's that good. of It looks like a generic military it's a hard shooter. game. It's a hard game to market. On, yeah. on their defense um yeah that's true um and like i don't know like late 2017 i was like man i really want to play that and then like uh early 2018 it got uh announced for being a backwards compatible game in xbox one and it was on sale for like six bucks so i was like okay you know what i'm just gonna buy it and play it and i uh i did something i don't always do that often where i i played the game the same day i bought it um sometimes i buy games and just go i'll play that someday but uh this <laughs> yeah. time i downloaded it and then i got home from work and i just i just started playing it and i finished it like that week 
I played like an hour or two a day. And it was a really, really, really enjoyable game. It's something I've, I've, I just recommended to somebody at work like two weeks ago. Like, I, I beat this like March, February. I forgot, but it, it was really early in the year, and I still thought about it like numerous times. I would find myself thinking about it because I don't, I don't want to give anything away. But like, this game's not love for the combat. The combat's not bad, but it's, it's a definitely. Yeah, it's it's it, the combat itself's not very good. It's like I would play it on normal or easy just because it's it's not what makes the game enjoyable. What makes it enjoyable is yeah, the commentary on stuff, the story, the characters and just it's it's something that has to be experienced. And like if you're like I really don't want to play this game or maybe you don't have an Xbox 1 or PC and don't want to dig your PS3 up cuz it's it's not on um PS4. I I, I would like to really re-release it on like modern systems so that you know ps4 people could play it uh without having to you know yeah. grab their ps3 but if, if, if for whatever reason you're like i don't really feel like playing it then definitely watch a playthrough of it because it's it's really 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 good and other than a couple of like minor things i, sh- I shouldn't say minor but there are a couple of things where like you're making a decision but i'm just saying like e- even if you just experience it one way it's it's still worth experiencing by watching a playthrough um Unfortunately, it was like wildly critically acclaimed when it came out, and I mean, I think it won awards and everything, but like yeah. it wasn't financially successful, so the studio was shut down, oh. and which is a bummer because like man, what they created was just an absolute work of art. It's, um, it's influenced by a lot of stuff. I know one of the things that was influenced, and I haven't read this, so I'm not gonna try to act all smart, but Heart of Darkness by uh, Joseph Campbell, which is like a famous book I should read but haven't read yet. Um, but I mean, my, my point is it's inspired by like a lot of like things, you know, it's a culmination of many, many things. And it's, it's almost disarming because like you're, you're playing this like military shooter, but like, it's not exactly like, uh, it's, it's not positive on, on these things. And it, it, it's very, very real. Um, and just the way things are shot without me spoiling anything, there's a part where you're doing something. And while this thing is happening, the camera, on like the right side of the screen, it feels like very cinematic. On the right side of the screen, um, your face is like semi uh, visible, like it's like uh, you can still see the, the the background of the other thing, but like it's it's kind of like cutting where your face is kind of visible, and it shows you doing this thing. Um, and it's it's I'll just say it's it's something to do with violence. Um, I'm saying that because yeah. it might sound like it's something like like rapey or something. It's not like that. It's just uh, <laughs> it's it's something it's something to do with war, but like you're very, very, very present and very fully aware of what you're doing while you're doing it. And then later when you get more information on it, it just like hits you like a brick. Um, yeah. So I, I I can't go too much into it, but just it's, it's something that has to be experienced. Um, if you're playing on Xbox, uh, it's, it's backwards compatible. I think full price is 20 bucks. Great. Yeah. It goes on sale sometimes. Um, but it's also on PS3, um, or, you know, PC, like I said, if you don't really feel like playing it, then just at least watch a playthrough because it's it's something I I, I I reluctantly am looking forward to replaying it because I'm not looking forward to some stuff, but I'm looking forward to the experience again. I'll probably replay it next year. Um, it's too soon to. It's very dense. Wow. But yeah, definitely right. definitely play it. It's it's really good. That's that's the that's the great thing about what we did last year is just going through these old games and playing things we'd never really thought of um playing at that 
point in time of our lives, right? So we've yeah, yeah. these Because there's a lot of stuff where it's like, well, I own this, I should play this. Or, oh, I've heard this is good, I should play this. You know? Yeah. Uh, so what's something else that you've played that you want to talk about? Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, a game... We don't have Joseph really... here to, like, hit us and tell us to stay on topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think we're doing all right so far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we miss you, Joseph. Come back. Come back. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, uh, one game that kind of, like, came and went uh, was The Order 1886. Oh, yeah, yeah. This I game was bashed this. heavily... Mm-hmm. Uh, for its focus on story rather than gameplay, um, and they people thought the characters weren't that interesting. But for me, for some reason, um, I was really engaged. Um, the the graphics are unreal. Um, yeah. The not the engine, but un- is unreal. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, and I was just absorbed by the world, the weapons, the. Isn't there, like, supernatural, like, stuff going on in this? There's supernatural things going on, yeah. Yeah, and um, it's it takes, it goes through uh, kind of like a twist in the middle of the game. That was, that was rather interesting. I remember having, like, uh, Assassin's Creed vibes, like, with the two kind of, like, here's, here's the world, but then here's this other society almost, you know? I remember uh, yeah. getting vibes from that when I saw the trailer. I haven't really played it yet. I played like an hour or two of it, but I still need to like get it out and play what it. You, it kinda... What did you think of it? Um, it, it, I, it starts I... off rough. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it, but it was one of those games where when I was playing it, I was like, this, there's, there's, uh, I'm trying to remember when I was, I think, I think when I was, when I went to play it, I had just finished playing a bunch of narrative games and it was kind of like one foot in gameplay, one foot, you know, in, walk around here really slowly kind of thing or at least mm. i don't know i remember there was a couple parts where i had to like walk and follow somebody and it was it it the, the beginning seems to have some pacing issues um yes, it does. but it's something like i mean i still own it it's still on the my shelf i still intend to play it i just wasn't in the mood for it right then and there but it definitely felt interesting and it seems like something that, where you'd be the player would be rewarded for investing in it because there's you know there's some good stuff there mm. But to be honest, um, if I paid $60 for this game, I'd be upset because this game is really short and mm. there's no um, incentive to replay this game. Um, I bought it for $5, so I was... I was going to say, I think I bought mine for like 5 bucks too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so if you can find... And my thought was it can't be that bad. Like 5 bucks. I'm sure it's, you know, at least worth it's that, gra- right? It's a, re- it's a good game uh, that should be uh, discussed about more, I think. And I've seen a lot of people on, like, Reddit and stuff, like, whenever I see some thread talking about, like, games that they wish they'd see a sequel for, I see that mentioned. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've seen the, um, the same people are like, it should be tweaked a little bit. I would like it to do more of this or less of this kind of thing. But they were like, I want to go back to that universe. I did get those Uncharted feels at times. Yeah. Uh, like, it, it's not as great as Uncharted, but, uh, yeah, like, uh, I think. Kind of the sense of scope worth- and awe from it, yeah. Yeah. Do you know yeah. how much of a struggle it is to not just constantly replay Naughty Dog games? <laughs> it's really hard. Um, I played one Naughty Dog game uh, recently that I'm not happy with um, was Jack Two. <laughs> Somehow oh, yeah, it kept I've me playing and kept me going, but um, I, saw you I did play finish that, it yeah. this year in 2019. Um, but yeah, that, uh, we're I talking about 2019 not as, games. Not as liked as uh, 
one and three, I hear a lot more positive things about. Yeah, yeah. Track two is a rough game because the checkpoints are ridiculously far apart. So, yeah, it can be uh, problematic. So, uh, what's the next game for you, Josh? Um, Detroit Become Human. That was my game of the year last year, so I won't go into too much detail on it because uh, I've already rambled about it a whole bunch. But um, <laughs> I, I really, really, really liked that game. Um, I loved the story, the characters. I loved how ambitious it was with, like, this is your story, this is your experience, what are you going to do? Um, I, I like Telltale games um, and whatnot, but I just... It felt like too often, like, oh, what you're going to do doesn't really matter because this is going to happen anyway. I didn't feel like my decisions really mattered as much in, in, in a lot of aspects. And that's that's yeah. fine, but it felt like... The reason I, I kind of hold that as a con against Telltale is it feels like they kind of try to um, focus on like that being a thing. And I feel like too often it's not. So it's not that it has to be. It's just it feels like a lot of the time Telltale is like your decisions matter when a lot of the times it was kind of arbitrary and didn't really... Seem to affect things too much. Whereas Detroit's like that, man. It's like the complete opposite. Like I won't spoil anything in case anyone hasn't played it yet. But man, there were things my wife and I talked about after uh, we both finished it. She finished it like a week before I did, and I finally got around to finishing it. And then I was like, man, what'd you think of this part? And then she was like, that <laughs> didn't even remotely happen in my game. And I looked it up to see what yeah. made me go there instead of her. And I went in this entirely different like location, wow. uh, story aspect, all because of like I did want I I I could say this much. Um, I was trying to sneak from uh, one location to another, and I was I was caught. You know, so that that's oh. that's vague enough where if if people have know what I'm talking about, they'll be like, oh yeah, but it won't spoil anything. But just because of that, like I'm talking like I was going from one car to another, like you know, hiding behind them, and I was caught. Oh, they saw me. I, I know, I know. What yeah, like, and when I brought it up, I I was like kind of almost teary-eyed when i was talking about like the, the the thing that ended up happening to me and she was like holy shit like that did not happen to me at all and like it's just that was something that they focused on and the marketing was like this game you know like remember, remember the demo where yeah. it was like here's these all these different outcomes and like they delivered on that i think and so um they definitely did. that was really cool and man connor was like one of the coolest i i'm not you know uh respect and whatnot to the guy who voiced uh Arthur Morgan, I, I'm sure he did fantastic, but I was, there, I was really, really pulling for Brian DeChart to win, um, Deckard to win, um, best uh, performance because he mm. did so good as Connor. Like he was like right on that line where like he was human but not human, and that was exactly what you know was needed for that role. Well, I think he should have got the award, Mister. <laughs> Yeah, and and I haven't played Red Dead Two yet, so who knows? Maybe once I finish it, I'll be like, "Oh man, it's you know best performance ever." But like a lot of people, but I was just I'm at least happy he got nominated. But um, yeah, like Connor was just such a great. I mean, they, they all were, but you know, really really great character, and it was cool. I'm sure you saw him too. He was like uh, Brian Decker on Twitter. He was like doing playthroughs on Twitch with fans, and like that was just you know really cool too. Yeah, the I I really liked Detroit Become Human. Uh, the story was fascinating. The performances were fantastic, and uh, I think that was in your top was five, way... wasn't it? Oh yeah, uh, it was in my top ten. Um, top but ten. I'm, I can't remember for sure now, but uh, yeah, like uh, I I really enjoyed Detroit Become Human. 
uh, because of its storytelling and the different options you can pick. Um, yeah, just like you said. So, yeah, Detroit is definitely worthy of being one of the best games of 2019 for sure. Yeah, oh, really, really good game. Sorry. Brain's a bit scrambled, guys. Sorry, and sorry about my voice as well. <laughs> I think that'll probably end up being something that'll probably, when we look back on this generation, I think that'll probably be my top 10. Nice. Maybe not incredibly high, because, I mean, we've had Uncharted, you know, 4, and we'll have, you know, The Last of Us Part 2, and, you know, all kinds of games, but I'm sure it'll probably Kingdom be on my three. top 10. Kingdom Hearts 3, that's right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, the last game I want to talk about today is Rayman Legends. Um, I, for a long time, I was hesitant to play any 2D platformer. Um, mm. I kind of got sick of them after seeing so many new Super Mario Brothers games and um, well, and, a lot and of them back the before licensed games like kind of died out a little bit, and mostly went to mobile. It used to be there was like new platformers like constantly, you know. Yeah. We were like flooded with them every year. There'd be like you know, just everywhere. So yeah, I, I kind of understand you getting fatigued on them. You know that that, that makes sense. But Rayman Legends caught me by a hook. <laughs> like I played this game, I finished it. I played and finished it within two days. Oh man, <laughs> I I loved this game. Like just the different variety of levels to, uh, and the, and the surprises that Ubisoft give you throughout this game, amazing. Um, the art is absolutely beautiful with the UBR engine. Yeah, it's uh, the, dude. The graphics on that are so 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 cool looking. So so great, and it, guys, if you haven't played this game yet, um, pick it up, download it, try it. I think it was it's free on PlayStation Plus at one point. Everything too. It was it was a Wii U yeah. um exclusive at first, and then it was yeah. on Vita. PS3, 360, Xbox One, PS4, PC. It's ah, it's Switch. on everything. And Switch, yeah. And that's that's actually where I um, own it. And it's, yeah, it's... Cool. It's really good. Uh, there, I actually reviewed this game in Wii U. Um, this was oh. actually back when I worked at Pixel Vault before uh, Bagel Games. And I got a review copy from Ubisoft, so it was really cool. I got it, like, two wow. weeks early. And it was on Wii U, of course, because that's what it launched on. And, like... Yeah, I mean, I felt I, I didn't expect that much from it because, like you said, like kind of two D platformers were everywhere, you know. Um, yeah. Honestly, half the reason I was so excited is it was like, oh, cool, I get to play my Wii U because I mean that <laughs> when that came out, there was like nothing on the Wii U, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I had Wind Waker, Game and Wario, uh, um, New Super Mario Brothers U. I, I think that was you know there was like nothing really. Oh, oh Wonderful One Hundred and One. Yeah, there was, like, nothing okay. out for it. So it was really yeah. cool getting to a new game for it. And then also it was, like, an exclusive, which, I mean, it sounds silly now because Nintendo's got exclusives again that are worth playing. But, I mean, that was at a time where there was, like, not really any reason to own a Wii U that much, really. Um, so that was really exciting. But, yeah, my wife and I, man, we were, like, the soundtrack to that game. The the also, underwater song Christoph is... Christoph Harrell is one of the most underrated composers in games. Like, oh yeah, his his style is whimsical, and I love how crazy his his stuff gets at times. And he he did do that beautiful score of Beyond Good and Evil as well. So mm, yeah. okay, interesting. Um, but yeah, everyone play Rayman Legends if you haven't, because like please do that game is so great. If you can, like I know this is a stretch. There there was some stuff that uh, on the Wii U version that was it was really fun to like Ubisoft's really good at being like, hey, we're making a game 
for this system that can do these things. And they're really good at taking advantage of those things. Um, I don't want to say the game's like lesser on the other side. It's not. It's just there's like a little bit of an extra magic touch, you know, playing it in Wii U. But it's I mean it's it's definitely just as yeah. good on the I'm just saying if you're sitting in front of a Switch and a Wii U, you know, or whatever, you might as well check it out, you know, especially it's it's you know pretty cheap now too in Wii U. But yeah, no matter what, it's it's great. But the Vita and Wii U versions had like some little some extras that work just just kind of like nice little like cherry on top like being able to actually tickle the enemy uh some of the enemies instead of like you know just hitting a button i don't know it was just it was really funny mm. and out there but yeah really 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 so good inventive. game yeah. and and it was actually i remember in my review i mentioned like this is like the first time where i've like unanimously been like oh nintendo didn't do the best job on a 2d platformer this time because yeah, Ubisoft's New Super Mario Brothers U really in the face of Rayman Legends, yeah, like Rayman Legends, like just completely stomped on it, like it was just crazy. Like New Super Mario Brothers is like, oh, there's a fire world, there's an ice world, there's, but like yeah, and, Legends, and that's fine. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's level. I'm like, yeah, it's so cool. It's so and the cool the, the music levels in Rayman Two, yeah, remember, do you remember those? Yeah, those are yeah. Oh yeah. So Mario is like it's it's fine it's fun the 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 new ones the uh, the new Super Mario Brothers series they're they're fun but like they 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 played it safe at a time when Nintendo shouldn't have been playing it safe especially in the Wii U release and then like a year you know later not even a full year later we get Rayman Legends out and it was just it was crazy good so yeah definitely a great game it goes on sale uh, frequently now because you know it came out a couple years ago so yeah definitely pick it up if you haven't yeah it's. It's it's a really great game and Origins is really good too. I'm gonna get to Origins this year, I think. So something. Yeah, it's really really fun, really good game. And Legends actually comes with the Origins levels too, but uh, I just want to play Origins by itself. Yeah, I don't um, remember. Is it like all of Origins, or is it just a bunch? I don't. I don't remember. I th- it might be just a bunch, actually. Might be just a bunch. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a handful of the levels because I remember. That's right. I remember ah, reading. Ah, um, okay. I remember reading about it. Ubisoft said that because this is originally when it was um, just in the Wii U. They said that they wanted to bring because Rayman uh, Origins was on 360, PS3, and uh, Wii, but they said that the game didn't pop as much in the Wii, of course, because the Wii wasn't HD. And so when they were doing this game on the Wii U, they were like, "Well, we want to bring some of this stuff to the to the Wii U too, so they can you know shine like it." Yeah, so. I don't think cool. it's all of them, so definitely you, you'll still find some surprises when you're playing Origins because there's yeah they're not all in in Legends. So what's the next game a surprise to you on your list? This is the last uh, one. Oh, that's right, Wolf- Wolfenstein Two. Um, I didn't play that when everybody else did at the end of uh, 2017. There was just too many things out. You know, I was just so busy with other other games. Um, but I end up grabbing uh, it. It uh, this sh- I did play Wolfenstein one in like the middle of 2017 though. Um, but yeah, Wolfenstein two I played for the first time uh, in 2018, and I really, really, really enjoyed it. It was, it was, it's, it's, it's. I, and I don't want to like. This isn't. This isn't to say that the uh, older Wolfenstein's from uh, id Software weren't good. They they were. It's just. Uh, they they they. With these new ones, they took something they could, they could have played it safe. Is what I'm trying to say. They could have played it really safe and just had like a really like, hey, this is just you know just a, a run of the mill you know first person shooter. They could they could have gone that route, but instead they created these really complex characters that were like three dimensionally written. 
Um, the kind of, just it was really disarming, really, because I wasn't expecting all of this when I first played the first Wolfenstein, and then I got more mm-hmm. of it in the second one. You know, I wasn't expecting to like to know these characters as well as I did, and to care about these characters as much as I did, and it was just really great getting to you know get that from a shooter because I wasn't ex- not only was I not expecting it when I played the first one. Um, but I also wasn't expecting it to get that much better. And it's not to say the first one wasn't good. It's, it's, it's really great, but like they, they were able to build off of that. And that's something that makes a, that's it's when it's, a sequel is really special when they can do that, when they can keep what makes it originally appealing, but also like, Hey, let's add to this. And it was just really cool. Uh, Wolfenstein two takes place, uh, in America after the Nazis have already been in, in power for a couple of years. And, um, it's just, I mean, there were locations where so I remember I still remember being in I think it was New Orleans where there was like alligators and stuff I had to watch out for and it was just the world like really popped and came to life and um it's it's a really good game and if you haven't played it yet it, it it's with it coming out and um how long has it been it came out like towards the end of 2017 so like a year year and a few months ago so I mean it's not incredibly old but um you know it goes on sale quite a bit now um I got it for like 20 bucks on PS4. Um, at cool. a GameStop sale, I think usually it's like thirty or forty, like when it's not on sale. But it, it goes on sale quite a bit. But yeah, if you haven't played it, like it's 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 really really good. I'd highly recommend. It. Did you play it, Chris? I haven't played it, but one question I have for you is: uh, Do you think uh, you can play Wolfenstein uh, two uh, before uh, just playing the first one? Um, I would still play the first one because it was really good, but they do catch you up. Okay. So if, if you're like, I just want to jump into the second one because I just want to, you know, I want to do that. They, they catch you up. Um, so it, you, you could still play it and enjoy it, but I mean, I would still recommend playing the first one. I will say okay. though, if I had one complaint with the first one, it was, man, this was a great game, but the pacing was way off. Um, right there were parts that felt way longer than they needed to be. Did you play the first one? I haven't. I haven't played the Wolfenstein games. But oh, okay. Yeah, I, I definitely... I'd like yeah, I, yeah, they're really fun. And, and, and here's something, too, I want to mention. Um, this game, it, these both of them are really great, even if you're not into shooters. But what I would say, because there's obviously it's still a first-person shooter, but I'm saying I think you'd still find enjoyment in them for the story and characters. But uh, these games are very, very difficult. Um, I'm mm. pretty good at shooters and like I, I had to play this on um forgot what it's on um, baby classic <laughs> yeah <kidding. laughs> I think I played them on medium <laughs> which is like I'm too young to die or whatever All right. um I tried playing uh Wolfenstein 2 and hard and I actually played almost the entire game like literally like I got to the last combat scenario and after like an hour of being stuck I checked a guy like am I at like the very end and then I check and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm this is the last thing of combat. So I um I spent like thirty more minutes, like, you know, I'm so close, right? And then after an hour and a half of just dying repeatedly, I just oh. I just put I put that I put it on a medium and just finished it. But yeah, it's it's really difficult. So I don't want that to be a a barrier for anybody. Like, you know, play it on easy. Like there's nothing wrong with playing a game on an easy difficulty. No, no it's not. The only no. reason you should play a game in a high difficulty is if Wimp. part of your enjoyment is, you know, <laughs> doing kidding. it. What? Uh, Wimp. <laughs> yeah. No. But um yeah, no, no if kidding. if you're just if that's why you're into it, like if you're like, oh man, I want to play this for the challenge too, 
then you know sure play it in hard or whatever but yeah i mean this this these games have good enough story and experience where there's more to it than just like i'm gonna try not to die and you know all that there's just no reason to um to, to miss out on it you know because of that um but yeah so no you could definitely just jump into the second one and play it um and if if I was gonna recommend one of the one over the other, I would definitely recommend the second one over the other one, just because the pacing is better and um, they just they build off these characters and events um, a lot more. And I'm trying to think, is it this year? I think it's this year. We're getting another one, or is it is it is that next year? I know that they announced two it more. It might be. It might be this year. I think it um, might be this year. I'm trying to. I'm gonna look it up really fast. I'm trying to remember. I know that we're getting two more. Uh, one of them is going to be on VR. Uh, it's like a VR exclusive, which I'm excited for. Huh. Yes. Yeah, okay. So Young Blood comes out in 2019, um, and that is like a prequel. Yeah, that's a prequel. No, it's not a prequel. I'm sorry. It's like way in the future where you play as. Um, I'm trying to remember. I'm I'm looking it up really quick. Okay. Yeah, you control uh, BJ and Anya's uh, twin daughters. Oh, so um, and that's uh, going to be single player and multiplayer in the in the campaign, and it's a standalone spinoff. So it's not really Wolfenstein three. I mean, chronologically, it's, you know, it's it's in the future, but you know, it's kind of a it's not a direct sequel. And then Cyberpilot comes out this year too, and that's a, a VR uh, entry exclusively, which I'm pretty excited to see how we how that is because I mean, so far Bethesda's. I know they're just the publisher, but still, so far the output we've seen from Bethesda as the parent company's uh, VR entries have been really good. Doom VR is really cool, and uh, Skyrim VR is really neat. And I haven't played Fallout in VR because it's just on PC, and I have a PSVR. But you know, so far what I'm getting at is like it doesn't feel like it's just like um, made with like without a thought. You know, it seems like it's 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 made uh, with a lot of thought and care. So yeah. Anyway, play Wolfenstein two. Um, if you're really gonna play one of them, then just play the second one because it'll it'll catch you up, and um, it it does a lot more than the first one does in terms of uh, gameplay, characters, and story. I wonder if those games will uh, slightly forgive uh, <laughs> uh, Bethesda for uh, for that seventy six. Uh, Man, I hope so because Bethesda might not know what they're doing, but they're as as lately. But their uh, studios know what they're doing because, I mean, yeah. we've seen the other studios, uh, Tango Gameworks, Evil Within 2, they did, like, free updates, like, months and months later. Like, they did, like, a first-person uh, mode. First-person mode, yeah. 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 Like, that was way after it came out. I think it was, like, the one-year anniversary, even, or, like, a couple mm-hmm. months late. I don't remember, but I think, it, I want to say it was on the six-month or one-year mark, but... Um, yeah, like their 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 developers uh, definitely do a good job. You know, Dishonored. It's going to be interesting to see what Bethesda does to uh, regain their uh, tr- customer trust. <laughs> what they could do to for- make everyone forgive them is let Obsidian make Fallout uh, New Vegas two. That would fix everything. <laughs> Everybody'd be like, "You're forgiven, thank you." But we get we're getting that this year, mate. We're getting that. Yeah, this pretty year. much. Yeah, Outer Worlds. That looks really really <laughs> cool. I'm excited. Uh, so talking about getting excited, uh, what, what kind of games have you been playing this this week and last week? Um, I have mostly been playing. It's it's kind of funny. We kind of were uh, just kind of dogging on it a little bit, but uh, I've been playing New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, which yeah. 
what I want to say about that, um, I, I mentioned it uh, last week too, but it's a lot easier to enjoy Nintendo playing it safe when they're also making risks and experimenting on other fronts. You know, like my biggest yeah. problem with when it came out on the Wii U was it was that was not the time to play it safe. You it know, now that not. we've got Odyssey and Breath of the Wild and Splatoon Two and you know all kinds of like things Nintendo's doing, I'm okay with playing a hey here's your standard. Um, you know, not not too much going on innovation wise. Uh, just well polished, you know, 2D Mario. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm like halfway through it. Um. And I'm I'm enjoying it a lot more than I did in the Wii U, and I think it was just the timing of it. Because I think I think we just haven't had a game like that for a long time. So yeah, I think I think it was. Yeah, now it's fun to play. Whereas when it came out, it was like, oh, good, another one of these. Cool. Yeah. They just released like three in the last like four years or what? I don't even. I think it came out the same year as New Super Mario Brothers two. You know what? You're right. Yeah, because and and, and that's right. That's right. Because uh, I remember me and some coworkers were like, we just played like kind of a better version of this on 3ds yeah yeah i don't really want to say better but like new certain Brothers 2 and the 3ds definitely did more different thing it had it had, it had a little bit more variety and stuff mm. so it was kind of confusing like if anything the wii u playing it more safe game should have been the already successful 3ds this one that's doing different stuff this should be the one that's launching a system yeah, it just wasn't a good system or they game to launch with. They should have just delayed the system launch for a year and kept going with the 3DS for that year. Oh, absolutely. And then they and would have had to Mario 3D Land, what was it? World. world, yeah, World. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good Land was the one on the, on the 3DS. 3DS. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which I love that one. It was really fun. But yeah, I think it's just the timing of everything. I think we haven't had one of these in a while, and the expectations were not as high because it wasn't a launch you know mario it was just hey remember this pretty good mario game and because of it being like oh this is just a pretty good mario game because of my expectations being lower i'm actually enjoying it more it's pretty indicative of the wii u era that that launch game <laughs> yeah yeah um, so i've mostly been yeah. playing that but i've also been playing uh captain toad uh treasure tracker as well which is um cool. i didn't play that in the wii u and so i'm playing it in the switch now and it's pretty pretty fun Mostly just looking forward to uh, Resident Evil 2 remake on Friday, so that's why I'm not playing, uh, you know, too, too too much of a, a, a time sync game at the moment because I'm you know I'm I'm keeping that time open for that. But uh, anyway, what have you been playing? I know exactly how that feels because I'm waiting for Kingdom Hearts three right now. <laughs> that's uh, right. But I've been playing a bunch of games, uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, two, uh, just getting my getting ready for Kingdom Hearts three, uh, you know. Get, get, getting that hype going <laughs> um, and then I've been playing a bit of uh, Uncharted 2 and I really got hooked one day I played that 4, 5, 6 hours so I'm close to the end of that already <laughs> that game flows um, so so well it's like, it's so well yeah just yeah, hearing you talk but... about it makes you want to go you know like replay that before you know Friday because you could probably finish that I don't know in a couple days right I mean if you're only playing that yeah yeah I got to the last kind of area of the game now mm. so uh, already so <laughs> it's definitely my favorite one in the series like i mean i like oh, all the intros but that's yeah. my favorite yeah yeah that's my favorite too um it's actually in my top games of all time um and you can Same, listen to yeah. that podcast you can listen to that podcast uh <laughs> from eight weeks yeah, ago was, our, was it yeah, eight yeah, weeks first ago, episode, our yeah. first podcast yeah 
Um, other than that, Jack 2, I finished that recently. Um, I think that's number two or number three of my games that I've completed this year already. Um, uh, I'm only on two for the year. I It was so just a frustrating had... mess. It's a frustrating mess, that game. Um, just some of the game design just doesn't translate very well. Um, and the physics are kind of weird at points. Um, the world's not that interesting. Um, but what kept me going was Jack and Dax's kind of like banter um, during cutscenes. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it, it was pretty funny. And um, I like the, I like the gunplay. I like some of the platform. That's kind of the... just, yeah. 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 It's, 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 it's strange too that that's kind of the black sheep for that trilogy because usually Naughty Dog's pretty good with the second entry. Like Crash Bandicoot Two yeah. is one of the more well liked ones. Uncharted Two is definitely you know one of the more li- well liked Uncharted. So it's it's interesting that that they kind of got tripped up on the second one this time around. Yeah, I I I really hated the person who <laughs> um, designed the checkpoints. Awful, oh. absolutely awful person. That can really <laughs> almost break the game too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really I hate fun. having to redo things I've already proven I can do because I fail yeah. on something else. You know, like it's let just me... like a slight. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to keep redoing stuff just because I failed at this thing way over here. Mm. I already have done these two things numerous times. Stop making me redo them. Yeah, I had. And that then issue what makes it bit. worse is that it doesn't give you the ammo. Uh, that you had previously on the last checkpoint, so now oh, you have less gosh. ammo, and <laughs> it's a mess. so your progression has gone back, but yeah. your 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 character's uh, status as far as your inventory doesn't. Yeah, that's doesn't carry on. <laughs> outrageous. Yeah. So well, oh, you, you know, were struggling it, it ca- before. It, now do it that carries on. Ammo. Yeah, it carries on, and then you have less ammo. So yeah, Jeez. <laughs> it's weird. So the difficulty almost gets harder each time too, because yeah. eventually, yeah, wow. But I'd like to do a retrospective of the series, so I'm I'm gonna work on three soon. I think whenever I can get that game, that'd so, be fun. And those are all on PS4 too. Yeah, they're all on PS4. But I'm thinking about getting the PS3 version because it's the HD version or whatever. So right, HD I've got the so. first one because I got it for free for pre-ordering in Lost Legacy uh, Uncharted. Yeah, that's how but, I got um, into the games. Yeah, but I haven't played that at all like ever so that'll be fun to play at some point you should, you should you should check it out yeah i think the first game has aged very well it's definitely my favorite so far so <laughs> yeah I've, I've heard a lot of really positive things about uh the first one. Oh, speaking of which uh limited run uh games they yeah. did a physical release for the yeah it's pretty pretty neat i really like getting stuff in limited run but um yeah i'll have to check those out at some point especially since i'm such a big fan of no, dog. You're not really selling right. the second one, though. I'm probably just gonna have to watch no. a playthrough of that. <laughs> you, you might, yeah, you should. Yeah, it was just it was so much frustrating. Show, I'll face, probably just play a game in the game. Switch while like watching a playthrough oh, of that. God, and just like going through the city as well, like going from one point to another was so annoying. Just that, even because there's so and of many course, cars. You're um, pretty far in, in now. Yeah. So you're you're already like I got I gotta play Jack Three. Yeah, yeah. I gotta finish the trilogy. Have you played Jack uh, 3 before? Is it a lot better? Nope. Nope. Haven't played oh, Jack so you haven't 3 played yet. at all. Nope. This Had is you the played first time one before? Oh, no. Nope. First time. Okay. First time. Yeah. Yeah. And you can I've, I've recommend played one with. I've played Sly. Yeah. So one's great, though. Like, you don't have any major qualms oh, with one. 
No major qualms with one. No. Okay. I, I really enjoyed that game. So I'll definitely put that on my list for this year of things I'll play. Oh, yeah. Beyond Good and Evil, put that on your list as well. <laughs> yeah, and probably Persona 5, but I'll probably play it more yeah. like later in the year. And Here They Lie is what I'd say. As yeah, well. I'll have to check that out. Especially, I mean, I love a good VR game. So just to cap this off, um, what was your favorite game that you played last year? Um, It's it's hard for me to say. I want to say Detroit because that was my game of the year last year, but I also really like yeah. Spec Ops Line. So um, I think I'm going to say Spec Ops Line overall just because I think that it, it, it it's lingered uh, in my mind a lot um, more than Detroit, um, right. especially given the themes it tackled and how well. It, uh, oh, I forgot to say it earlier when I was talking about it. Don't play the multiplayer for Spec Ops. The publisher. I, I, decided, I was going to mention that. <laughs> yeah. The publisher last minute decided, like, oh, this needs to have, well, not last minute, but said it needed to have multiplayer in the middle of development. Mm-hmm. And then the developers said, like, we're not making that. Like, that isn't what this game's about. So they yeah. actually had to have another, like, studio outsource, the publisher did, to have someone oh, make it. Oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, I understand why they wanted it because, you know, that was back when they were trying to put that in more games to make sure that they uh, stay in people's, you know, shelves and don't get traded in. But, yeah, yeah I mean, don't don't put it in everything. And that's, that's a big example of it. But, yeah, that definitely that one. I really, really like Spec Ops Line. Um, it's it's lingered with me uh, the longest. And I think it'll probably um, linger with me a long time. And that's without me even, you know, replaying it yet. So, yeah, definitely Spec Ops. Uh, for me, it'd be Persona Five. Um, just finishing this huge game and yeah, just going through this um really um interesting story. And you and Joseph story, keep selling on that card. Oh, not even trying yeah. to. You know, uh, you guys just talk about it. I'm like, ooh, I need to play that. Buy now, Persona Five. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it looks really um, great. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it was an amazing game, um, from start to finish. So, yeah, uh, that's uh, Active Quest for this week. Thank you for listening, guys. Um, where can people follow you, uh, Josh? Uh, at Mr. Josh Nichols on Twitter, where I talk about games, cats, and occasionally alcohol. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's an eclectic miss, mix. <laughs> um, and you can follow me at Penwell Writes on Twitter. Um, I should have some stories out soon. It's just been a bit nuts recently, so... Yeah, um, I do not envy how busy you and Joseph are with writings most of the time. Every once in a while, oh. I'm like, "Oh, I kind of missed that," but then I'm like, "Ooh, but I have this free time." <laughs> oh, I, I kind of so. taken a break recently, but I was I was planning to write this week, and it just got a little nuts. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week with our PlayStation preview of 2019. We'll see you then. Bye.